and make sure it's in your voice. Like the SMS should be in your brand voice. And if you don't know what your brand voice is, another little secret, your About Us page or one of your best product pages, just copy all the text. So go to ChatGPT and say, you know, define the brand voice or what celebrity personality most sounds like this. It says like, you know, Rodney Dangerfield or whatever. And uh, let's see, you're in the UK, who would that be? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, what are the guys over there? And then like, Winston Churchill, perfect. In the voice of Winston Churchill, say this, say this copy and then boom, it'll pop it out. And now mm. it's just not again, like the pop-up you're talking about. It's just not another like, okay, 10% off your first order. Now it's like, oh, Winston Churchill voice is talking to me mm. about this. And that correlates with the brand and that and that makes sense and, and you're developing that connection uh in an automated way welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me your host madminton you know what i forgot damon very very professional i forgot the music hang on let's, let's <laughs> hey yes we are doing the e-commerce podcast uh, and we're all about helping you deliver e-commerce well with or without the music yes we are uh, and to help us do just that i'm chatting with today's guest damon dider from win at e-commerce about email marketing strategies for black friday ai innovations and the future of e-commerce we're going to get into all of it yes we are but before we do let me just remind you one to sign up for the newsletter if you haven't got it already uh, we just send all the notes transcript everything to you they get delivered straight to your inbox totally free no cost totally amazing so make sure you do that at ecommercepodcast.net and of course where would we be without the show sponsor? So let me just take a moment to thank today's show sponsor, which is the very dynamic e-commerce cohort. And in fact, uh, Damon, we were saying at the start before we hit the record button that this episode is a bit of a guinea pig episode because for the first time ever, we are live streaming the episode into the e-commerce cohort platform. So. Uh, we're moving our e-commerce cohort platform. We're live streaming this episode into it at the same time. So if you're a member of e-commerce cohort, and why would you not be? It's a great membership group if you're involved in e-commerce. Uh, come and join us. Prices start from as little as $14.99 a month, cheapest chips. Uh, plus, you get to watch the podcast recording live. It's one of the perks. Come and ask you questions of our hosts, of our guest, of our host and our guest, uh, and uh, pick their brains, as it were. So. Let's see how it goes, Damon, I'm excited. Uh, but yes, that's today's show sponsor. Right, let's stop talking about that and let's start talking about your good self. Uh, now it says here, Damon, right, um, that you are the marketing maestro behind a staggering 800% growth in companies through channel optimization and email wizardry. And as the CEO of Win at E-commerce, which you can find out more about at winatecommerce.com, you have turned data-driven strategies into millions of dollars. And we all like the word millions, let's be real. Okay. Uh, making you a trusted advisor in the e-commerce world. You've got over 15 years of experience and a customer-first focus, and you, like me, just love to help businesses of all sizes uh, win, especially around Black Friday. So we're gonna be talking about Black Friday. We're gonna pick your brains uh, about the whole thing to do with email marketing, AI, and so on and so forth. But firstly, before we get into that, a very warm welcome to the show, sir. How are we doing? I'm fantastic. That was a great intro, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, I wanna help out some of your uh, your listeners, see what we can do to uh, get them ready for Black Friday, and maybe then some. And Talk about maybe some different stuff on email marketing that you may not hear from other places. 
Yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, let's jump straight into the whole, uh, the whole, the old email marketing thing. Now, when we were, <laughs> the thing that I love already about this conversation is before we hit the the go live button and the record button or whatever button it is on my desk. Um, you said you just wanted to not talk about the same old stuff that we always talk about when it comes to email marketing. You just want to rip that up because everybody knows maybe, maybe it, we'll get into it a little bit, just yeah. pick up on some things. But there were some very definite topics you wanted to get into around first party data and all that sort of stuff. So should we just dive into the deep end? Why not? Let's try it out and see where it takes us, right? What can go wrong? <laughs> what can possibly go wrong here? <laughs> yeah, famous last words, but let's do I it know. anyway. Let's do it anyway. So. Third-party data, let's get into it. Why is this such a big thing for you? Yeah, so, you know, at, at the end of the day, love or hate email, you know, everyone focuses when it comes to email on great copy, great design. And by all means, that's super important. But I've seen emails that are disgusting, that are ugly, that uh, I would not be proud to send do just extraordinary sales. And in fact, yeah. we were looking at one of our clients from years ago uh, for September. Their email did $60,000 on one send, and it was it was like a clown made it. <laughs> so, you know, what, what, what's, the, what's the bigger picture here? The bigger picture is what does email represent going forward? And, you know, we're a Clavio Master Platinum partner. And mm -hmm. what, what we see happening right now is email as like your, your data store. And, and what that means is everyone's heard about iOS 14.5 and what it's done to Facebook. And you've got Google now using, uh, you know, Analytics 4 that uses AI to help uh, identify people kind of. Uh, you know, through through AI and other tech, but there's one place where we own, like you as the business owner own the data, mm -hmm. where you are given permission-based marketing, uh, you know, permission to come in there and and talk to and 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 communicate with your client, and, and that's through email. So this kind of archaic thing, email, that has been around since the dawn of the of the internet, before the internet, has now found new life um, in the unique identification that an email address provides. So. You know, it starts today for all your listeners out there with your sign-up form. And I know a lot of business owners I talk to, you know, don't want to sign up form or this and that. So, you know, number one, getting prepped for, for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, get your sign-up form in check now because that's super important. But the reason why that's important, you know, among all the other reasons, is that when a client or a customer jumps onto your website and provides that to you, they're giving you explicit permission to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And with that wonderful piece of identifying information, you can then connect that data to other things. It's called zero party or first party data. Yep. And it completely allows uh, you, know, you to start connecting other pieces of data. So today it might be abandoned cart or you know, a, a checkout. Tomorrow, it could be your customer, your CRM software plugging into the Clavio CDP that then matches off of email or that matches off of like retention.com and that you find uh, a third party data source that way or some other third party source external to you that you can plug in and use that email to do it. And uh, so I think today and going forward, email has found a new place as your first party data source to kind of empower mm. your, the future of your site. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. I think email has become one of those things, hasn't it, where it is fundamentally probably one of the most important things now. Um, because it is data you actually own. And in a world where you're increasingly owning less and less, uh, the email uh, data seems to be just as important. And I like, um, I, in some respects, we're throwing out the rule book, but in, in other respects, you, you, you're talking about 
the sign-up form, probably one of the most important things on your website and getting ready for Black Friday, right? Everybody wants a silver bullet, everyone wants the latest strategy. But the simple <laughs> checklist is, well, well for, before we do that, okay. let's look at your email checklist, right? Uh, let's look at your email sign-up form and just make okay. sure that that's there, right? Yeah, so here's, here's my first tip. Uh, so a lot of new clients we have first engaged with, the number one thing we look at is the sign-up form. Mm -hmm. uh, we always get that in check. So what does that actually mean? So here's a pro tip. Uh, you got First, you got to test it. But what we almost always do is take their sign-up form, uh, make sure that there's a mobile version and a desktop version because those are two different devices and need to be treated mm -hmm. differently. Don't just make one that, you know, is, it transforms itself for two. Just make two different ones. Yep. And then EB test it. So here is uh, our first tip. First one is do not give the percent off, uh, make it obvious on the pop-up. Just say, hey. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, let me yeah. just do this. I love that tip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting carried away with the sound effects on my desk. Uh, but I just wanted to go back over that point. Do not start with a discounted pop-up. Uh, and I, I, I interrupted you, sorry, Damon, carry on, because this is such an important thing. I'm just getting bored of it with everybody's website. So uh, thank you. Yeah, so yeah. So first up, you gotta have the pop-up, but so I would test whatever you got today that you think is the gold standard. All right, great, that's A, that's the, uh, that's the constant. The variable is gonna be, you've unlocked a discount. Leave it, leave it uh, ambiguous. The mm. reason is 10% to you might be a huge discount. 20% to you might be a big discount. Guess what? To your client, you have no idea what a good mm -hmm. discount is in mm -hmm. their mind. And if you put the wrong percentage there just by accident, it's going to turn that, that potential client off. The yep. goal is, and we talked about this before, Matt, in your other podcast, it's all about deliverability. That's our number one goal. So to get deliverability, we need them to open and click that first email. So yep. we don't give out the coupon code on the success page. We don't Loving do that. that. Like, hey, you've unlocked a discount. Next one says success. Please check your email, look in your spam, whatever. Click there, go to the darn email, get it, because you're gonna help your deliverability down the line with opens yeah. and clicks on that particular email. You know, also too, you know, Clavio, you know, their snipers will probably end up shooting me on this, but I don't believe in doing the double opt-in. Uh, you know, if someone's oh, explicitly okay. giving you their email, why do you need to double opt them in? Like, why are you making it even more difficult? Now, if your list is massive and you've got deliverability issues, we would suggest doing that. But if you're doing pretty good overall, you're growing your list, don't make it any more difficult. Just just get right into their inbox. So number one, you know, first off, if you don't like uh, pop-ups, get off that. You need pop-ups. We need to collect their email. <laughs> but the number two is make it make it whatever. And and, and here's a, and, you know we're we're Clavio, but a lot of other platforms use this. Everybody that hits your site is getting a session ID, a unique ID associated with them. Mm -hmm. And actually, this is tip number two. This is brand new for Clavio. I'll tell you in a second. So they're all getting session ID as they move around your site, but you can never find out what they're doing until they give you their email. So it really needs to be your number one goal is to get that email so you can get yeah. and unlock that session ID. Tip number two, I have not seen this published anywhere, but if you're a Clavio user, and hopefully you are, they're the best uh, e-commerce uh, ESP out there, under your settings, uh, I believe it's under options, it's a new option, it's called backfill your data. So what that means is if a customer pops onto your site, goes all over it, never gives you their email, then leaves, but comes back later and either does a pop-up or checks out, mm -hmm. it will now automatically, when you check that box and it's unchecked by default, you have that right. physically go in right. and check it. 
it'll backfill their entire history going back in oh, time, wow. which allows you to have all that data that you might be missing out on beforehand. This was a manual thing that we would do before, but now it's all automated and built into Clavio. So there you go. Checklist number one and tip number two. Wow. There you go. That's, I mean, that's awesome right there. I, I didn't realize that you could now do that on Clavio. Um, yep. uh, so we will, I'll, I'll talk to the team uh, later and make sure that we have that on our, because we use Clavio uh, for one of our econ sites and make sure we've got that setting up. Let me just rewind a little bit and just um, clarify. So you put the pop-up on the startup page, um, unlock your discount rather than, you know, give me your email, get 20% off your first order, which is just drab and dreary and boring. Um, I come along, I put my email in, you've still not told me the discount because you want my email. Um, you then email me, I have to open the email and in the email you're telling me what discount I get or in the email are you saying click through to our website to reveal your no, no, no. discount? No, no, no. So, you know, we've, we've asked them to jump through a hoop. People are smart, let's give them credit. They yeah. know in exchange for their email, they're gonna get something of value in return. Yeah. And if they're on their site, they're, they're interested in your product. So in the email, that first email, you give them what you promised them above the fold. A lot of the CRO techniques mm -hmm. on websites, we implement on emails. So that means call to action above the fold, headline above the fold, what you promised them is delivered without any cognitive load, right there, bam, right between their eyes. In fact, usually in welcome email number one, we don't even put a navigation bar, it's just your logo, beautiful image that, that represents your brand lifestyle, usually mm -hmm. a human looking you in the eyes with your product, whatever, you know, save 10%, whatever it's gonna be, and it's just an easy click through so yeah. that they just, they're just playing the game at that point in time and they're, and they're doing that. Um, you can put a bunch of great content underneath it. That's perfectly fine for those people that wanna scroll and engage, but by and large, you wanna quickly and, and fast serve those people um, exactly what you promised them. So you're already earning a bit of their trust by saying, okay, you give me this, I'm gonna give you that. Don't yeah. delay it. Um, a maximum, there's, you know, for, for SMS, you have to delay a minute. So if you have SMS and email going on, you know, no more than a minute delay, but get it out to them fast. Right, yeah, no, fair enough. I totally get it out to them fast, because that's the other thing that annoys people, isn't it, is if they have to wait around. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm off. Yeah, um, away, yeah. Can't blame them. No, you can't. Uh, so how would you do that in relation to Black Friday? Would you just, rather than unlock your discount, just unlock your Black Friday special offer or something like that would be the headline on the pop-up? So are you saying around Black Friday? Like what yeah, would you, yeah. would you change that pop-up? Would you change the wording on it or would you leave it the same? I, I love testing. So, you know, in this first test, you test what you've got now versus what I just suggested. And then you, you go into that into Black Friday. So around Black Friday, yeah, I would totally make it bespoke around Black Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've got like a site-wide sale, turn it on. Like in Clavio and I'm sure in other platforms, you can schedule them now, the uh, pop-ups. Mm -hmm. yeah. So schedule it right around the promotion. Uh, you know, the goal again is, yes, of course we want to sale. That's the end goal. But for right now, we want to build the list. So I would even say in the pop-up side, Black Friday starts like now. And, and that's yeah. why we're talking is, you know, we're, we're recording this in September. Whenever you are listening, if it's like early November and you're just now like getting around to, to optimizing your pop-up, you're too late. So you better, you better get your butt moving, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. It's all happening right now. And that's the, you know, that's the kind of the point. But yes, I would totally do that. And next step, and uh, you know, this is like, you know, uh, email and, uh, and earn marketing 101. If, if you have SMS, uh, or you're thinking about testing SMS, I would just test it. Um, I, you know, in Clavio, Attentive, mm -hmm. Emotive, um, a lot of those have like contracts. Clavio doesn't have a contract. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're wondering about SMS, 
there are brands that we've worked with that were like, SMS is not going to work. And lo and behold, guess what? SMS did great yeah. for them. So I totally think that if you've considered or thinking about it, again, now is the time to start it. Back to the pop-up. Uh, you know, the idea would be if you already have their email, then you create a second pop-up for email only people that don't have SMS. So when they go back to their site between now and Black Friday, you get their SMS. So you have every chance to get into their inbox or in front of their face, uh, all in preparation for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So what are some of the th ways that you have seen work super well to get people to give you their, say their mobile number for SMS? So, I mean, unlock the discount is an obvious one. Um, what else have you seen work well for that, especially around Black Friday? Yeah, so uh, I don't have any super secrets. I think some people, like I'm an older guy, I don't like giving out my, my personal SMS, my phone number, because I know mm -hmm. what that means. I'm gonna get you know potentially hounded. Uh, however, if you offer something in addition to just doing the email for the SMS, then that is a, a great way to entice people to do it. In fact, uh, what we're working with a couple of our clients on right now is our sweepstakes. In September and October, if you're already an email subscriber, Give us your SMS right now. We're going to do a giveaway of some product, you know, at the end of October, yada, 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 doing a whole promotion to draw and to convert those people from email to email and SMS. And yeah. then if you're not even a subscriber yet, get one entry for email, two entries for email and SMS to try to build that list now. But again, a lot of this is all prep. You got to do stuff now for that yeah. Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I am. Um... One of the things that we're trying, and tell me what you think about this, actually. We, we've not made any decision. We were talking about this yesterday uh, for uh, our e-com website, um, for one of our e-com sites. We were like, it'll be good to get the SMS thing up and running. Uh, we know we can't do SMS in Europe. There's all kinds of complications. But in the UK, Australia, the US, and Canada, SMS is fine. So we're like, we do a lot of business in those four you know, parts of the board. So why not? Um, and so we were like, week three of Black Friday, um, we're going to do this thing where we don't, um, the way we do it is we do in effect the whole month is Black Friday just because I try and avoid that one weekend. I try and spread out the sales so it's not a total hammering on the warehouse. No, it works like super well for us, let me tell you, really well. Um, so this year we're going to do the same. Week three, we were going to do like, hey, give us your SMS uh, number, or give us your mobile number. And we will give you VIP access to the Black Friday deal early. So it was like, you know, in exchange for your number, you get early access. So, you know, we're, you, you, the stock's going to be there. You'll be the first ones, the first ones that will get sent out, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so we're going to try that this year. And so we've not done that before with this particular site. We were going to try it and see how it went. And uh, yeah, I'd, looking forward Th that'll to that. That'll work. Good. That, that'll work. Like that's, that's part of the, the, the playbook. Absolutely. SMS as a VIP is a fantastic idea. Uh, don't, of course, forget about your normal VIP segments and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's that's a wonderful idea. One thing I would say to take it to the next level would be on the um, on the SMS side is don't forget that SMS is not it's not email. So when someone mm -hmm. you know most people send an SMS out, they're like, oh hey, uh, you know, reply Y to get our messages. You type Y and like, fantastic. Here's your ten percent code and click here to go use your code. Listen, that is that is what old school email people do. What it should be is engaging. It should yeah, be like yeah. people love their mobile. So it should be like, hey, thanks for joining our list. Um, you know, listen, uh, Matt, you're into uh, ChatGPT. You've talked about that. You know, use ChatGPT to, you know, display your brand voice 
in the text message. So if you're like a a surfer brand, you're like, hey, bro, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then get them engaged. Like uh, if you're selling coffee, do you like light roast, medium roast or dark roast? Text back one, two or three, you know, for more. And then boom. Excellent. Our medium roasts are loved for this reason. Click here to go to our medium roasts. And then now you're like, you're creating a, a, you know, it's automated, but it's a conversational type um, aspect to it. Um, That is, that's what people are looking for. On your VIP, you should make SMS automations just around that Black Friday that says you've been entered in here. And and then think about what's the next step I can have somebody take in an interactive model on my phone to maybe get a deeper interaction with them. the downside with Clavio SMS is you're not able to ingest the response back and add it to their custom the customer profile, but you can at least create automations that dump them to different places mm-hmm. on the website that are that are good for you and uh, yeah, good yeah. for your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, I, I like that. I like the interaction of it, almost like chat, like you say, chat GPT-esque, isn't it? Just, yeah. just set up a little conversation, like a little mini flow, if you like. Totally. And make sure it's in your voice. Like the SMS should be in your brand voice. And if you mm-hmm. don't know what your brand voice is, another little secret, your about us page or one of your best product pages, just copy all the text. So go to chat GPT and say, you know, define the brand voice or what mm-hmm. celebrity personality most sounds like this. It says like, you know, Rodney Dangerfield or whatever. And uh, let's see, you're in the UK. Who would that be? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, what are the guys over there? And then like, Winston Churchill. Perfect. In the voice of Winston <laughs> Churchill. Say this, say this copy, and then boom, it'll pop it out. And now mm-hmm. it's just not, again, like the pop-up you're talking about. It's just not another like, okay, 10% off your first order. Now it's like, oh, Winston Churchill voice is talking to me mm-hmm. about this. And that correlates with the brand. And that and that makes sense. And, and you're developing that connection uh, in an automated way. So I, I think that's really huge. And I know you've talked about your B2B efforts as well and using uh, you know flows and automations mm-hmm. for B2B. Um, absolutely. And in fact, we can even talk like we've done stuff with Gmail where we've had clients on Google Workspace that when they send a templated email out of Google Workspace, we fire off using uh, app script in Google, uh, an entire Clavio flow off of that to help nurture oh, wow. on the business side. So there's, and, and once again, that copy, we can control from the mothership yeah. and we make sure it's really good and right on brand versus a sales guy that may or may not do that, right? So yeah, yeah. all of this needs to be taken into consideration and that's why you got to plan for Black Friday, Cyber Monday soon. Yeah, totally. I love the idea. Uh, Damon, I'm going to, uh, after this, re- I wish I had time to do it now. Uh, I'd love the idea of going to chat GPT and saying, here's, create for me a Black Friday offer in the voice of Winston Churchill. I am very yeah. curious to see what that's going to come out like. It would be amazing. Think it about would. It. And like, you know, it's never perfect, but it's like, wow, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, we just pitched a, a new client recently and did exactly that. And what it came out with, uh, uh, Group Love from uh, a tribe called Quest was their brand identity according to chat gpt i'm like right. perfect write out these text messages as group love man it was like amazing and it really connects with the clients in a great way yeah it does and I, if and it just makes everything super easy doesn't it i mean that's what yeah, uh, why not that's good too yeah that's what it does that's why we do it it's great fun no absolutely absolutely um so <laughs> we've got a pop-up where where we get an email and the sms we're talking about black friday what else is on your uh, checklist, Damon, of, of things that we need to be thinking about. You know, we, we kind of flew through some of them uh, in the last uh, part of the discussion, but you know, the SMS, it's today, September, October, it needs to be all about building your list. Uh, the you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday is one now. So the idea is, is how can you build it up? Uh, there are tools out there like retention.com where you can uh, 
add in a cookie to your site and it allows you to find those people that that bounce off your site but did not provide an email. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what your opinion is of them. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we're a partner of theirs. Out of all the services that do something similar, we found them to be pretty uh, pretty white hat and above boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen some transform transfer uh, formative email uh, list gains by using their tool, okay. and it allows yeah it allows you for to build your list that way uh, in a in a pretty white hat way. Uh, beyond that is asking for referrals, making sure your referral game is up. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing after after the purchase? If you don't have reviews going automatically, you know, stamped or something like that. And if you're on Klaviyo and have um, Shopify, Klaviyo now has a very affordable reviews uh, plugin as well that works great with Shopify only. Uh, if you're, are you doing loyalty? Looking at all those right now and saying, is everything up to snuff? Is it all good? Uh, you know. One, one client, this is a, a pitfall to watch out for. We have a new client. Fantastic. They've been doing a loyalty program for years. God bless them. So we get in there, we look around, we're like, oh, crap. Uh, when you look at their loyalty points, some people have, you know, they sell um, like a $20 item. Some people have $500 or more in loyalty points that they could use. Like those people, if they knew about their points, would never, mm-hmm. ever, ever, you know, buy them from them again. They would just use all their points in the infinity. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be very careful on a lot of these messages, and you know, for them, uh, you know, what, what do we do to, to you know engage the customer or um, as turn this on? Every campaign email from now until Black Friday, we're either we come up with a strategy of either burning up their points or maybe hiding points from those people. But for those people that are in the sweet spot that have maybe five or ten dollars worth of value, we we now make sure on their loyalty side is every campaign email we send have their points in the corner. Is it clickable? You can easily do this in Klaviyo with any of the mm-hmm. big uh, loyalty programs out there. So you're just making it simple for people to yeah. see the value of shopping back with you again. But you're doing that now so that once the rush of Black Friday comes, that those pieces are already set and you're not like scrambling yeah. to do something. Uh, that, that's a big part of it. So list building, uh, loyalty, retention at the backside of things. Uh, I think the uh, the next big deal is uh, on your lists in general. So by Clavio's suggestions, you should not email everybody on your list except for maybe twice a year, maybe three, maybe. Those times <laughs> are Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also gonna say the the last shipping day or the last shipping days in December, and we'll talk about that in just a second. If I forget, remind me. So yeah. the idea is, is that you don't wanna send it to everybody because you're gonna burn deliverability. But you could so you know somewhat burn yourself a little bit on the busiest time of the year, why not? So the idea would be, is that uh, right now you're not going to send to anybody leading up to there except for like the 90 days, you know, engage 90 days. Like that's mm-hmm. where you want to be at. Some clients that are bigger of ours do engage 150. I don't care. Fine. If it works, great. Uh, I wouldn't over segment right now, but I would like have those nice big groups and just start warming them up. If you're bad and this, this, you know, I know you're on a holiday uh, in August. I know a lot of the people out there were took some time off in the summer. It's slow. Great. Get those people warmed back up again. If you're used to sending seven campaigns a month, get back to the seven again and just yeah. get them warmed up uh, again right now and all that. Now, the, the the big thing for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and it goes into early December is this. Take the money out of the market. Uh, I was in retail for uh, the beginning of my career for 11 years, and our philosophy in retail was we want to sell to your customer before our competitors can. The way you do that is the beginning of November needs to be like your VIP sale. Uh, yeah. You just said it a moment ago, Matt. Hey, I'm gonna have to do a, a Black Friday Cyber Monday for the whole month. Fantastic. 
we, we oftentimes encourage our clients to do a messaging along the lines of, we don't want you to be worrying about Black Friday on your Thanksgiving, or we don't want mm -hmm. you to have to worry about this. You're getting our best deals today. Yeah. Spend time with your friends and family. You know, here you go. And you can even do that sale early November to the VIPs, whether it's your text VIP or a different VIPs. And if you've got a VIP segment today for your company, you should also do an almost VIP segment, one, one little ladder rung down beneath them, which is usually a pretty big group of people, yeah. to encourage them to come up to VIP before Black Friday so you can say, hey, you know, you're one order away from our VIP list with ex exclusive discounts and offers and try to encourage some of those almost VIPs to get to the VIP so they're ready to go for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Now, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I'm, you know, there's a thousand guides out there and, and all that stuff. Of course, everyone's going to kill it out there. Um, of course, after Black, after Cyber Monday, you want to do the Cyber Monday extended and all that. But what I think is different is in my retail life, our December's were actually bigger sales months than our November's. And in e-com, it's a little different because you lose a week or two because of shipping. Yeah. But I absolutely implore everybody out there to do a deep study of your shipping times. And then in the early to mid-December, figure out what the last day of like cheap ground, dirt bags, smart posts, whatever shipping, and say, okay, I can definitely get it all over the country, all over the world by this drop dead date. And then aim all kinds of promotions in, in December towards that date. Then have a promotion right behind it of like your express shipping. We had it on a, on a promotion a few months ago. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it wasn't Labor Day. It was maybe Memorial Day, where we did that uh, same kind of tactic with a with a client. And we and the darn shipping when we did it, express shipping was more expensive than the product. And darn it, if we didn't sell thirty or forty products with the express shipping tacked onto it, because people were desperate to get yeah. it in time for that holiday. Same thing for Christmas. You know that express shipping. Just, you know, a couple of days later, be like, hey, and you just make an easy segment out of it. It's like, who's been engaged but didn't buy in the last yeah. 45 days? And boom, say, hey, last chance, add express shipping at checkout, bam, boom, pow, and, and do it that way and see if you can't blow up your December as well. Top tip. No, I love that because uh, everybody talks about you know, black, well, it used to be everybody would talk about Black Friday weekend. We've now extended that out into November. I'm, you know, many of us have done it, me included, uh, where we have tried different strategies to, to draw the period out. Mainly, um, we have a better overall sales month. And like I say, it takes the, the, uh, the pressure. Yeah, it takes Yo, the pressure off the, off, the, off the warehouse, really. You know, the, the guys picking the orders. Um, we don't have to go and get in a load of seasonal staff like we used to because, you know, you've, you, you can spread it out. So I like that. And I, 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 we've gone from Cyber Black Friday from it being a day to Black Friday, Cyber Monday being a weekend to being just November. Right. What you're talking about and what I like and what I don't hear many people talk about is actually doing something in December. It's like almost December's the recovery month. We just want to get through it till Christmas. Exactly, right. Uh, but let's not treat it like that. Let's treat it like a, a, a follow-on and maybe your December, it'd be an interesting goal, wouldn't it, to go to the team and say, I want December to perform better than November uh, in those you know week-by-week -week basis. Um, how do we do that? Uh, and so I like your strategy with the, with the express shipping as well. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, totally. And then even after that, like they've missed it. Like you, you're not going to guarantee a shipping time, but 
you know, maybe you make it some, something fun and cheeky about, you know, you missed Christmas, but maybe we can make it fun for your, your person receiving your product, you know, like, oh, I missed Christmas, but here you go, you know, whatever, yeah. but just make it your own. And it's, I think everyone kind of wants a rest in December, so they take it. Um, it's funny, when I was in my retail life, we were the first retailer in America uh, to take the money out of the marketplace by opening on Thanksgiving Day. So as a general manager, you know, I, I left the uh, Thanksgiving dinner table uh, at like two o'clock in the afternoon to go out and uh, and open up the store and start selling at six o'clock on Thanksgiving and a 24 hour sale. So all wow. of the stuff we're talking about in e-com, it's, it's, you know, it's just retread. It's just, uh, you know, we've been doing it for a long time. It's just, I think for everybody who's listening, how is this unique to your brand? Um, mm. You know, you look at like REI in America, they don't open on Black Friday now, they don't open on Thanksgiving. Maybe mm. that's your brand posture. Maybe that's yeah. where you're at. And if that's what your brand stands for, then stand tall on that. And how do you win? You just you just do uh, promotions earlier in the month or in December. Mm. Like REI is still participating. Their sales haven't been hurt overall. Uh, it's just make it your own and, and stand out by doing something a little bit different and see what happens. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting one, isn't it? And, it, and again, you, we were talking about this because we had a, an e-com business, uh, which we, I sold two years ago now. Jeez, that time's flown Jeez. by. Uh, <laughs> sold that two years ago. And that particular business, we did we stopped doing Black Friday. It became part of our, of our, uh, our brand value, I suppose. But um, we marketed that story. You know, we told that story well and it worked well for us and it fitted well with our customers. Um, the current e-com website we're running, I don't think the customers, I think the customers want Black Friday for this particular brand, for this particular product. Um, and so we have to, we're, I think we're gonna participate in a way that obviously makes sense for us as a company, but also makes sense for the client. So I like that, you know, don't, don't feel pressured to do Black Friday, but certainly, you know, do think about November in some way because people are in a, I read a statistic, Damon, I don't know if you can speak yeah. to it. I don't know how true it is, but um, irrespective of whether you do any kind of special Black Friday sales, sales go up that weekend because people are just in a buying mood, right? Yeah, yes, yes. I, I think it's absolutely true, a hundred percent. I mean, heck, uh, Amazon Prime Day. I'm sure a lot of your listeners out there, you know, people just might all of a sudden show up to their site. They may not even have an Amazon store, but people just start hearing about Prime Day and they're yeah. like, "Oh, well, I need this or that." Absolutely. Uh, you know, there, there's a. Uh, it's like a, a life event. Like you know, we work with a baby brand, so the life event is having a baby. So like all of a sudden, your your chemicals in your brain change, your focus changes. That whole weekend, the focus is, I gotta get presents for the friends and family yeah. and the kids. So, you know, at, once again, if you're marketing to them, you're delivering to their inbox, you're gonna be front of mind. And that's the idea. So I, I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What other, what other strategies have you seen well uh, work well around Black Friday? What are some of the other things we should be thinking about? You know, I think, you know, uh, obviously on Thanksgiving Day, the day before Thanksgiving, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Again, I think all of the stuff that you do need to do needs to be uh, thought about in a, in a uh, thought of your brand and your brand voice. So one of the things a lot of clients, uh, you know, kind of push back on me on is like discounting. How much do you discount? And that's really out of the purview of my company. You know, we're email marketers, but a, a lot of times if you feel like you can't give an exorbitant discount, figure out another form of value. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there a, you know, buy this weekend and get a giveaway. I love buy more, save more. 
Um, mm. Obviously, shipping is a huge component and cost mm. of all of our e-com businesses out there. So how can you maybe create new bundles or do something with the product mix so that it, you know, so maybe you're actually like, maybe you have like a buy $70 or more and get free shipping. Well, maybe you're like, well, you know, I'm actually making a few bucks off that shipping at that point. Maybe if I go down to $50, but I make a bundle that gets right to that $50 that uh, margin wise and everything else I'm worked out properly. And instead of just talking about a blanket, 50% off everything in my store, you're instead saying, here's a discount on some of these bundles mm -hmm. and, and you kind of focus your energy that way. Uh, again, you can test that. Like if you yeah. wonder about that, test it in the middle of November to your VIPs. Uh, you know, again, early November, talk to your VIPs. Make sure that, you know, starting from the first week of November, our strategy for our clients will be work on those VIPs over like two to three weeks to make sure that they don't have any buying needs by the time Black Friday, Cyber Monday hits because that's a chance for all your competitors to go out there and snake them. So we don't want that to happen. Uh, you know, I think beyond that, I, I, I believe around like that whole time period, especially if you're on SMS, you mm -hmm. gotta have somebody assigned to those conversations. If you've, if you're, you know, there's two kinds in my world of, of clients that do SMS. One is the highly engaged using Gorgeous or Zendesk to manage their SMS. The other yeah. kind is I'm an older guy. I don't, you know, it gets me some sales. I'm gonna put an autopilot. That weekend, you need to have somebody who's watching the SMS. People are gonna be asking questions. Uh, you know, customer service wise, people are asking questions. Don't lose the sales. You know, go in there and and make sure that you're uh, you've got somebody that's answering those messages and yeah. uh, and staffed up. And you know, even for you know, if you're a founder and you've got a team, you know, the, if the team knows the founders taking their time off to to do this, I think it's a great thing to look at. Uh, but ultimately, like that's like the big takeaways we've got is uh, just just get into your brand. Like, what do they stand yeah. for? What does it look like uh, through the lens of Black Friday, Cyber Monday? If the you know, I guess another strategy that's thought of, have a campaign ready for Cyber Monday that's like, just in case that Black Friday didn't turn out like you thought it would, yeah. you got this other one loaded up that might be a little bit deeper than you thought so that, uh, you know, you've got your main idea that's already yeah. scheduled, but things are a little off the rails, mm -hmm. boom. Um, do make sure too that you've got suppression lists going on. You don't yeah. want somebody on the VIP list who bought two weeks ago getting another sale email. You want to make sure you're suppressing like crazy. We usually do like a, a 30 or 45 day look back uh, purchase suppression list. And we just throw that in there to make sure it doesn't go through. Another reason why I love Clavio um, uh, is it's easy to do that. Whereas like on a MailChimp, it's impossible. So uh, <laughs> yeah. The heck with Mailchimp. I, you know, we're a partner there. I shouldn't disparage him, but you know, that's another thing. If you're on Mailchimp right now, trying to run your email campaigns for this, get off it. You know, yeah, get yeah. off. And give me a call. We'll get you out of there. But, but that like that kind of stuff is is really important. And you know, if you want to talk in a little bit about data, we can talk about some ways of using some data to like maybe target and find some people. Yeah. Well, let's jump in. Just jump into it because I think it's um, these are all very good. One, as, as you were talking, one of the things I've jotted down in my notes actually uh, you didn't mention it but i'm one of the things i've been toying around with um is actually around that weekend we need to obviously increase the customer service staff we need to get people on the sms chatting to people answering emails um but one of the things that we've never done which i'm tempted to do is to do live shopping that weekend to have someone oh. who is just live streaming onto the website um, and you know, people are asking questions in the chat and it's coming up and they're responding to them in real time uh, on the website. I think it could be quite fun. We might do that. 
that would be a lot of fun. And I don't have experience with that. So I don't have much of a point of view, but man, that would be a good time. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. Have you done some lives before? How'd they go? Yeah, we, I mean, we've done a lot of live streams um, and okay. we've done, uh, it's something that we, we, we've done a lot of um, uh, in my other life. I'm a media company, but that, you know, let's not talk about that. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, right. so yeah, we, we, I don't think it would be a problem for us. We've got the studio set up already for it um, in a lot of ways. So um, it would just be making sure that whoever's doing the live stream, um, whether it's me, whether who has got knowledge about the products, right? So um, yeah. I, you don't want someone who is either just very cardboard on the live stream or someone who just doesn't have a clue what the products are. But, but this is the same thing. Like if any of your listeners have been thinking about doing the lives and we had a client uh, earlier this year that they made most of their money off those. Like their e-com store emails were fine, but the lives were amazing. Yeah. If anybody's got a thought about that, now's the time to test it. See yeah. what it's all about. How does it work? And uh, to implement, and why not? Like it's fun. Like that stuff is exciting and engaging to to users. Yeah. Yeah, it totally is. And you can live stream to Instagram. You can live, you know, wherever your clients are. Um, I think we'll probably end up live streaming to YouTube and embed the YouTube video on the website. So when someone's on the website, they see the live stream. Uh, and we'll just maybe do it for like two hours every day that week, you know, over the week. Whatever. We'll think about it. We'll have some fun with that. We'll, we'll have some data to report back. Exactly. I'd love uh, to hear that. Can't wait for that podcast. Yeah, yeah. Although the team, when they listen to this podcast, will be like, oh, Matt, what have you guys doing now? <laughs> hey, that's not your problem. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be funny. Uh, it's going to be funny. But a lot, I mean, geez, uh, lots of takeaways there. If you are not subscribed to the newsletter, this is going to be the one you're going to want to subscribe to because there's a lot of stuff Damon's talked about here. Suppression lists. Uh, was, uh, was, just touch on suppression lists because I don't think anyone's really mentioned that on the show before i know what they are but let's just hit that uh, uh, for a brief second if you don't mind yeah like that's like a secret weapon i mean so to me it's like in our, our basic bag of tricks a lot of email platforms like mailchimp you know this is like way beyond them but the idea is is that let's just say you've got your newsletter list which is like what everybody that signs up for your website but you don't want to talk to all of them every time not just for deliverability but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you, the number one concern people have when I talk to them is I get way too many emails. I don't yeah. want to get them. Right. So the way you help do that is by suppressing people. And, you know, in Clavio, uh, I'm sure OmniSend has it too and some of the other guys, but it's a dynamic suppression list. So you might be suppressing out people who bought from you in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. You might be suppressing out people that are, uh, you know, Black Friday. That's, that's the big one. You might be somebody who, uh, let's think here. Oh, here's a great per example. So when you're doing a sale, let's say the, um, we'll go back to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and this is a, like, like, this is one of these segments we'll make up. We'll make a dynamic segment of people who clicked on our email, not open, and I'll go into opens in a minute, who clicked on our email since the last week, whenever our email started up for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but didn't buy. And then we can suppress deeper with a VIP list and suppress deeper with, we've got a thing called a, um, uh, spam filter, which is our mm -hmm. people that are zombies signed up, but don't have any clicks, nothing in, into perpetuity. And so that's a suppression list for every one of our emails. So you just, uh, you just layer on these different suppressions to kind of hone down your list a little bit. So, uh, and, and back to that spam filter, the, the deal is, is that today opens and emails don't mean a whole lot. Uh, right. Ever since iOS 14.5 came out, if those of you don't know, if someone opens up your email or open, uses Apple 
mail or Apple iOS mail, it's automatically opening every one of your emails for you. So a lot of email marketers that are like dirt balls, they went out and said, hey, look, we went from 25% open rate to 40% open rate overnight. No, they didn't. Uh, It's absolutely uh, 100% Apple obfuscating the opens because of their new privacy initiatives they're doing, which I'll talk about some of the scary ones coming up in a second. If you're in Klaviyo, you can actually filter those people out. So uh, so on two levels, one is you can go back to your your email under your settings and attributions and say uh, it's called uh, Apple Privacy Opens, and you can remove the Apple Privacy Opens from your metrics in Klaviyo. Right. It worked from this point going forward. It does not go back in, into the past, but you can at least look at it and let your team know our opens are going to go down, but that's okay. The issue becomes that if you're in there making segments uh, in Klaviyo or any tool and you're not already taking care of the Apple opens and one of your segments says anybody that's open in the last 30 days, guess what? Everybody you sent a campaign to that's got an Apple device is going to show an open, but that does not mean they're engaged. That does not mean that at all. So you're wasting a lot of sends over there to those people. Clicks, definitely better. Now, bad problem, and I haven't heard anybody really talking about this at all, iOS 17 that's due out and soon is going to be hiding clicks. So I don't know what that looks like. Wow. Okay. I have not I've not heard the Clavio line on that one yet. I will hopefully hear it soon. But if you're on uh, iMessages with a with a, with a UTM parameters, it's going to remove all of those. If you're in emails, it's my understanding in uh, you know the Apple clients that it's going to remove click information there too. Uh, and if you're in private browsing on your Safari browser, it's going to remove all the tracking information from URL. Now. Because I haven't heard a lot of freak out, it's very likely that our ESPs have already figured a workaround, but that's something to look at next, which is clicks might be uh, you know, showing up incorrectly in the future. So we'll have to see. Wow. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's fascinating information and, um, and v- worth paying attention to you know, I, I, about the opens and coming up about the clicks. What are the metrics that you as a company now pay attention to then? If, if opens are, you know, a little bit dodgy, clicks potentially going to become a little bit dodgy. How do you, how do you gauge the success of your emails? What are the metrics you're looking at? Great question. At the end of the day, it's all about sales. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we care about. And if our emails aren't selling, then that's the problem we've got to fix. Then we use the clicks and the opens and start working backwards to figure out why, like what's mm-hmm. going on, design, whatever. But at the end of the day, like why do we do email? Why do we waste our time on it? It's because it, it generates sales. And if it's not generating sales, that's the deal. And and to your point, you're, you're thinking smart. That's exactly where our brains have been at. It's you know, a lot of agencies looked at opens, great. Then they're like, all right, it's two clicks, great. But at the end of the day, all that's ever mattered is the bottom of that funnel when a sale happens. So the, the other pieces can be indicators of a sales problem, but those are like symptoms or whatever to the real sales problem at the very bottom. And if your emails aren't selling, then, then you've got a problem. And to kind of put a little bit of a spin on this and to, uh, you know, kind of put things in perspective, if you know that you're getting Apple opens, you know that your open rate is an artificially high. Great. Mm-hmm. How has your opens been over time? Uh, clicks, same thing. Even if this thing happens with clicks, we can look at it and we know because we're smart human beings, we're not you know AI or something. We know over time, oh, that's when the new iOS update came out. Generally, Apple users do it pretty quick. So bam, boom, pow, that's why clicks went down. We tell our clients that in advance. Uh, on, on top of all that, 
is we we also look at other metrics. So we've got a couple couple of proprietary metrics that we do inside of uh, my data scientists and stuff do inside of Clavio that allow us to score our customers on the site. And if we see the sc- and scores, you know, can't you can't mess with those. Uh, at the end of the day, if we see those messing up, that's an indicator yeah. of a problem. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of like different things. I guess my, my last thing I want to talk about here is when you in are in Clavio, it's important to know that that Clavio attributed revenue number. You know, how does that number get arrived at? It gets arrived at two ways. It's opens or clicks for the last five days. So some people hate that number. They're like, that's not a real number because Clavio is going to take credit for those numbers, but so is Google Ads and so is maybe yeah. Facebook or so is Google Search. That's okay. That number is accurate. It's 100% accurate. But it's important for us just to be honest with, with each other to say, we know what it is. We know its limitations, especially on the open side. So if someone's got an iOS device and opens yeah. automatically and then they buy in five days, it's taking credit in Clavio. Just know that and be like, yeah. okay, it is what it is. And it's, yeah. you know, it's a number we look at into our entire set of data. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, as with all these things, attribution data and all that kind of stuff, which is hard to measure, my general theory has always been, we know it's hard to measure. We know it's not accurate, but... If we use the same mechanism to measure it next month, I can compare month on month and I can see, is this going up? Is this going down? It might not be a totally accurate figure, but as long as I'm consistent in my measurements, um, I'm going to get a good idea of how well my business is doing, right? A hundred percent. That's exactly our, our point of view too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, Damon. I'm aware of time <laughs> and we have talked about just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we're probably going to have to get you back on the show to talk about AI and the future of e-commerce. Uh, but we are live streaming, live streaming, live streaming into the cohort group. Uh, and as we close, uh, I'm uh, it, it sort of quickly, the future of e-commerce intrigues me. Where do you see it going? What does what does the next 12 to 18 months look like? Um do you think for e-commerces? So I think it's the golden age of e-commerce right now. I think that what I'm hearing now is where the reality is the bubble of e-commerce is kind of gone. The, the business owners that I'm talking to are sharper, smarter than ever. Yeah. They're using AI, they're using new tools to, to write copy, to dynamically create their, their website content to display what customers want on yeah. their terms. And I believe that as long as Everybody out there in the e-com world, your listeners are openly embracing technology, looking at new tools, testing, and you know, going going at it. The the next year is going to be filled with sure individual bespoke websites, but that are better better, almost like a large brand ability with mega millions of dollars of marketing funds, but in empowered into this the small guy to be able to deliver the the right email at the right time, yeah. the right message at the right time, not overdoing it, but also mm. the behavior on the website. And if you like light roast coffee, that's what you're seeing on the website when you go there, because that's what you like. Mm. And there's a complimentary item that maybe you want to buy along with it, fantastic. And it just, it just naturally does it. And everyone's worried about the AI apocalypse. Uh, I'm more optimistic than pessimistic about it. And I believe that as a friend to help you out, it's it's going to be there to help us in ways we can't even imagine. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I love that. I totally agree with you. I think I was talking to my son about this because my son's doing a degree in or master's degree in theoretical physics. Because I, why why would you not? Um, wow, yeah. And we were talking about AI and 
you know, AI taking over and all this sort of stuff. I think what AI is going to do is it's going to cause you problems if you're really mediocre at your job. Uh, because AI will do mediocre really well. Um, it's not going to. It's not going to be. You know, the, as, if you're an expert, I think you're going to be okay. You just need to understand how AI is going to work. And I love the fact that in recent months we've been talking to all kinds of people, like yourself. Um, I'm thinking of Alan Gormley, Max Sinclair, some of the guys we've had talking on about AI and shopping. Um, it's leveling the playing field. It's bringing to the small guy the tech which the big guys have been playing with. Uh, and right. I, 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 like you say, it's the golden age. And I, I love that. I think it's right. And I think get on board with the tech and the AI and you, you should be okay, right? You're doing lives. It's like, you know, in America with QVC and HSC, like you could never do anything like that if you're a small guy. Mm. Now you're gonna be doing it on your website in real time to people. I mean, that's yeah. incredible. And, you know, uh, yeah, it's just um, amazing what we can do. And, you know, we've got our own AI tool that we're developing to help write copy for emails that um, we're, we're hoping to work with some agencies on and, mm. and really do it. But wh why are we doing that? It's not to lay people off. Like all my copywriters are gonna be sticking around. It's so that we can deliver better results for our clients. Yeah. Like instead of presenting to you one email, I can say, you know what, Matt? Here's three or four different versions of the welcome email. Which one do you like the best? And we've tried some things, we pushed some limits, mm. and now all of a sudden you're delivering a more bespoke email that is tailored to your clients. That you know, it's it's a little bit of tribalism, but it's saying this is who we are. If you're on mm. my, in my team, come join me. And I, I love that about it. It's it's really getting ultra personal, and uh, it's really exciting. I think it's great. And you know, I always say to my team, you know, you either evolve or go extinct. So AI mm. is just the next evolution, and. I don't think they're taking over email marketing tomorrow. Uh, I, I do believe though, to your point, the 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 good people, the experts are just gonna have more power and you know mm. more things they can play with than ever before, so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Damon, listen, I genuinely have uh, really enjoyed this chat. If people wanna reach out to you, if they wanna connect with you, find out more about what you do, maybe you've got a question about Clavio or whatever, what's the best way to do that? Perfect. Go to my website, winnetecommerce.com, all spelled out. If you do the little contact us links, it goes right to me. You're not going to somebody else. Um, you know, uh, I'm a small business owner like many of you out there. So, you know, I'm the CEO, sales guy, janitor, um, all that. And I love to talk to you guys. And, uh, you know, let's you know, the reason the company is called Win is because I think we all can win together. So yeah. let me help you win and, and let's figure this thing out. Fantastic. And my last closing question, bass guitar behind you. Do you play bass? Oh yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, the string I broke a couple of days ago, and I have some new strings on order. But man, yeah. Now what? Now your son plays drums. Do you play anything? Uh, yeah, guitar and piano. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. At you. yeah. It's awesome. I don't play piano as well as my daughter now plays piano. I have to ace and tad. Uh, but yeah, my son plays guitar better than I do. So, and I could never play drums. So my, I have three kids and they all play musical instruments and my wife is brilliant and I'm, I'm now the pleb. The <laughs> <laughs> portrait family over there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's been a long time it. since I've played in a band, that's for sure. But yes, if you're watching the video, you'll see that I have a drum set behind me and Damon has a bass guitar behind him. So fellow musician, absolutely all the way. Maybe it's time to start an econ band. <laughs> that's what we should totally do yeah, yeah. No doubt. absolutely listen why not uh, and in fact the theme tune that you can hear in the background ladies and gentlemen was actually written by my son uh, and me actually we wrote it he's mixed it also all that aside uh, we will of course link to Damon's information in the show notes which you can get along for free uh, 
on the website, ecommercepodcast.net, or they'll come direct to your inbox if you're already signed up for the newsletter. Damon, thanks, man. Really appreciate you coming on to the show. It's been absolutely fantastic. And of course, big shout out to the show sponsor, Ecommerce Cohort. Uh, if you want to join our group, join our mastermind, come and find out more at ecommercecohort.com. Uh, we'll be in there. And if we're on the new platform, you can watch the podcast, get live stream, come and ask the guest questions and all that sort of stuff. Thanks for being the guinea pig, Damon, by the way. Really appreciate that. Now, be sure to follow the e-commerce podcast wherever you get your podcasts from because we have got yet more great conversations coming up uh, and I don't want you to miss any of them. And before we wrap up today's episode, if no one has told you yet today, let me be the first person to tell you. You are awesome. Yes, you are. Created awesome. It's just a burden you have to bear. Damon has to bear it. I've got to bear it. You've got to bear it as well. Now, the e-commerce podcast is produced by Orion Media. You can find our entire archive of episodes on your favorite podcast app. Big shout out to Sadaf Bainon and Tanya Hutzlack. And of course, Josh Edmondson for the theme music. All information at ecommercepodcast.net if you want to go find it. It'd be great to see you there. That's it from me. That's it from Damon. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic week. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.